What up, world? Shout out to all my people. We back. It's the Knowledge, Ancient Mysteries, and My Stories podcast. Your host, Mayak Khan. And this podcast is in reference to the literature by Makusa Arm Khan, the author of The Knowledge, Ancient Mysteries, and My Stories. Lesson 10, double digits. It's exciting, right? Looking forward to this episode, but we're going to hop right into it. I hope everybody's been doing good. 2021 seems to be off to a better start than 2020, so very thankful for that. We appreciate you being here with us, Makusa, definitely. And uh, yeah, let's just get into the conversation. We got to talk about some things we didn't talk about last week. The K. This is the conversation. A. Welcome. To the conversation. This is the conversation. Season two in full effect. Lesson 10, episode two of season two. So, welcome. If you haven't uh, got caught up on season one, please do that. If you haven't heard our first episode of season two, please check that out. Um, if you remember, Pops gave us the state of basically our being and our world, and we gave him the whole conversation. And the last lesson, uh, but we forgot some things, and I wanted to catch up on that. On February 18th, Pops put out a very strong post. Um, It was Lessons of Black Awareness, Us and Our Terrible Selves, and it started off as, it is not the responsibility of the North American Black to not make white people feel uncomfortable. I'm not going to get into the whole post, but it was very powerful, and uh, please go back and check it out. It is on his page. So if you are not Makusa Khan's friend, please find him on Facebook. Send him a friend request. Um, you know, he don't accept everybody. So don't get your feelings hurt. But um, that's where you can catch his posts um, outside of the podcast. But I wanted to make mention of a couple comments. Loretta Terrell Windsor, she's been a student for quite some time. And she said, I have to say... This is the first time ever I have read one of your deposits of wisdom with tears falling for so many reasons. I thank you for every word of knowledge and truth you have spoken upon to me, to us. Please know that you are very much loved, appreciated, and deeply respected. I heard you. I want you to know you are one of the very few like minds that have helped encourage me as I, be- as I become my path. And remember what my soul has always known. Continue blessings, Uncle, this life and the next. So we appreciate that, Loretta. I also wanted to shout out Michael Murphy. He's been a student for quite some time as well. Shout out Mike. He says, strong words. I miss that knowledge. I was getting in Denver. Pops, you know, let him know to pass it on. Each one, teach one. We'll be touching on that in the next lesson. So a little preview for you. So keep, uh, you know, commenting. We appreciate your kind words. We appreciate you taking the time and, uh, you know, following along with us and getting this message, you know, as often as Pops does put something out there for us. Uh, Let's get into a little bit of analytics. I didn't touch on this last time, um, but I'm getting there now. Excuse me. We got 399 total plays. I was hoping to have 400 before We started this episode, but we didn't make it. But it's cool. We're going to get there. 
Um, the biggest thing I wanted to shout out was our folks in the United Kingdom are 2% of our total listeners right now. We got 88, 88% in the United States and then 2% in the UK. So it's a you know, big shout out. We appreciate our listeners across the pond. Um, also, I'm pretty sure I let y'all know we had the Netherlands, Italy, Germany, Singapore, Bulgaria, Colombia, Macedonia, Finland, Croatia, New Zealand. We just appreciate all the support. I didn't ever think that it was going to touch this many countries, but, you know, it's only right. Um, people are still listening mostly on Spotify and Apple. Uh, but remember, we are based on Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. That's where you can find our hub and get all of the lessons and the seasons right there on Anchor. I did notice that in our audience demographic, we do have a listener, one listener, zero to 17 years of age, which is really cool. So we touching the touching the youth. I thought that was cool. And we got uh, 13% of our listeners are 60 plus. So to all my mature folks out there, appreciate your listens. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. Lesson 10. We're going to be dealing with the black elders. And, well, you know, I got to get my get my stuff, get my literature. We're doing the black elders, page 22, and the black male mode of feeling, page 23. So uh, with no further ado, let's get into the lesson. We starting with the black elders, page 22, as I said, and let's just hop right in. Uh, Pops, why didn't the small group of blacks not help in the 60s? Because the then black elders wanted what the white American had status, a new house, and many more material things. You see, the white system didn't want to help all of black America, just a chosen few. So these chosen few filled their pockets, forgetting about the rest of us. The chosen few were people like Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, the Big Six, which included Martin Luther King Jr. and F. Philip Randolph, and many more sellouts. I could name. The sellouts. All right. I'll follow you, Pops. Uh, why do you feel the elders are so out of touch? They do not want the coming ones to rock the boat and start to wake up the 90%. They like the position that they're in in the black community. Leaders chosen by white America instead of chosen by black people. Yeah, that just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right. Uh, Pops, how can we break the cycle of prison for our black men? We must have fairness in America. When I say fairness, I mean fairness in our justice system and our ability to get a fair trial on the merits of the evidence and not just because we're black. There are lots of black and brown brothers in jail that really should not be there. Only then will the cycle of black men filling up America's prison will be broken. Well, I'm looking forward to that day because, like you said, there's many of us, black and brown, that don't belong in them cages. Uh, Pops, at what point do you feel did we as a race internalize the hate? The Willie Lynch syndrome of early America. Willie Lynch was a white man who came to America from Europe with a formula to control black people. In addition to Christianity, which was given to black people by our slave masters to, take us more, to make us more manageable, Willie Lynch set the young black against the older black, the light black against the darker black, the house nigger 
against the field, nigga. He also took black children from their original families and put them in families not of their own, raised by a family without the unconditional love they needed. And these were the elements that created self-hatred among the North American blacks. And it is still that way today. Deep down inside of us, my son, very deep down inside of us is a hatred we have for each other. And this must be replaced with love for one another. White America says, look at the black gangs killing each other like animals. Yes, we act like beasts towards each other. But your white forefathers deliberately made us this way. And you, their offspring, are still propagating this formula of hate among us from Willie Lynch. Sick? Yes, indeed. Yeah, I agree. We got to stop with the self-hatred amongst our bread brethren. Shit's old. Excuse my French. But yeah, this stuff's old. Uh, let's wrap up the black elders. Uh, Pops, what is your vision on how the youth and elders can come together in order to move the people forward? I've given this a lot of thought. It is happening now, and it will continue long after you and I are gone from this earth. When I say the black American of North America is the other Hebrew in America, I mean it literally. The North American black is repeating what the Israelite went through in ancient Egypt. This is why I talk about ancient Egypt so much, my son. Only the creator can help us now. And she has made her incursion into earth. And things will begin to change for us as a people in North America. The evil ones know this also and will try and stop it. But they will not be able to. I give you this knowledge, my people, in hope that truth inspires change. Well, I hope it inspires change too because we need it. Let's go ahead and move on to the black male mode of feeling. That's page 23. And you say, quote, rebellious will of man, woman, out of control. So can you discuss free will and why you believe it was granted to us? Did you not see what has been happening in America since the lawless one came into power in 2016 and the insurrection on January 6th? 2021, man and his woman is out of control, my son. His free will is to feed his desires and not to hear the spiritual voice of his heart. This evil impulse of disobedience has taken control of mankind as it did in the day of Noah and Lot. And we all know what happened to mankind then. It will be that way again. Mm. Well, all right. Appreciate that, Pop. Uh, can you tell me what your definition of good education is? A good education is a knowledge of America and the world and a trade of some kind in order for one to make a living, period. Okay, I'll follow that. Um, I also want to touch on, you know, towards the end of the black male mode of feeling, you have a part called Boys in the Hood. And I had a few questions from that section. And we are still on page 23. Uh, my first question, why do you feel that so many black mothers end up raising children alone in this modern time? 
First of all, one of the reasons why the black woman ends up raising our black children alone in times past and present is her choices in men. She must make better choices before bearing children for a wayward male. That is not to say that the male who puts his seed in a woman has no responsibility. No mother should have to suffer this task alone. I was there for you when times was hard for me. Show you right. Show you right. Moving along. Um, you spoke of the black male being forced out. And I know you've told me this story in the past about like how you couldn't get benefits or, you know, the father couldn't be around. Could you uh, expound on that for us, please? During the 50s and the 60s, the welfare system, which gave money to mothers with dependent children, had an unfair rule that black men could not be in the home in order for the black mother to get her welfare check. Thus leaving our young black men alone without a father in the home. Leaving our precious black sons all alone to draw from their mothers, friends, and maybe man's friends only what his black father could give him just by standing next to his father. And that was the black mode of feeling. Mm, that's deep. It's really deep. Okay, what do you feel is the root problem in the black household that leads to, you know, the destruction of the black man and also his relationship to his offspring? The root problem in the black household is that during this time in America, the black woman attained a lawfully status in the black community given to her by white America. And that was she was the backbone of black America. Now, let us not forget, my people, that the criteria of judgment is on the black male, not the black female. Remember this. No other race says that their woman is the backbone of their race. When we say this about our black men, it is a slur against our manhood. And this is what it was meant for us as black men to feel. She is our helpmeet, our queen, our symbol of love, not the backbone of our race. That is what the black man is, married or not. Fathers must be there for their children because we have seen what happens when they are not my people. And that's real. Because I know males and females that I grew up with that didn't have a male figure in their life, whether it was their, you know, biological father or just, you know, a male in their life to, you know, not not really like look up to, but to just be around. And yeah, it'd be different for them. They, they move different. So I appreciate you. Um, you know, one of the biggest things you ever told me is how we evolve every seven years. When you're seven, when you're 14, when you're 21, so on and so forth. So can you expound on that a little bit for the audience, please? This is the time when the brain is formed. The time of the bonding of the young individual with his mother and father and family. If you take this away from a child, they end up with many, many problems in life. Look at life. Look at our black men who have reached the pinnacle of life. People like Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley. They didn't have a father and they are wayward. They talk about their father 
like their fathers ain't nothing. But if their father had been in the home or either attached to the home, things like this would not occur. Yes, one grows every seven years. Become aware of this rhythm of nature. Once you become of this rhythm of nature, about the seven years of evolving as a human being, black America will wake up. Peace, my people. Pop, you did it again. We appreciate you, man. Lesson 10. 10 Lessons, Season 2, Episode 2, Black Elders, the Black Male Mode of Feeling. I hope y'all got y'all feel, man. I swear every time I do one of these, I feel like I'm nourished. I feel like, like my soul is being fulfilled. It's trying to be the best I can be, you know what I'm saying? And Take it a day at a time. That's all we can do. Shout out to my people out Philly. Shout out to my people out the Rado. 303-215. Caledelphia in here. I be forgetting y'all sometime. But it's all love. Thanks for being here, man. Makusa, thank you. Check us out. Instagram. Facebook. Anchor. Oh, and if you need to get a book, the book is $20. Regardless if you're using Cash App, regardless if you're going to send a check, regardless if you're going to use PayPal. So $20 for the copy of the book. If you're going to send a check, money order, cash, please send it to P.O. Box 372-424, Denver, Colorado, 80237. And that will be to M.A. Khan, just like Makusa Arm Khan. Once again, M.A. Khan. So if you want to send check, cash, money order, P.O. Box 372-424, Denver, Colorado, 80237. If you're going to use Cash App, just use Makusa Khan. Just get that. M-U-C-U-S-S-A-K-H-A-N. And the same is going to be for PayPal. Also, once you do place your order and your funds have been sent, either reach out to Mayot's Facebook page, reach out to the Ancient Mystery Facebook page, and please direct message your information being your name being your address if you'd like to add a phone number we can always use that but that way we can mail it to the correct address there's no additional funds that need to be uh put besides the 20 dollars that will include your mailing appreciate y'all listening pulling up season two we're getting it moving now uh next week is each one teach one really looking forward to that so just so you can brush up on your lit. It's lit. Um, page 25, it will be on. So go ahead and, you know, get a jump on that. It's a blessing to have you here. It's a blessing to have Makusa. It's a wrap for this week. Remember, we're doing bi-weekly now. So we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Leave your comments. Become part of the discussion. Bless up. And when you pray, pray for divine wisdom and divine understanding. I am your host, Mayak Khan. This is the Knowledge, Ancient Mysteries, and My Stories podcast, authored by Makusa Arm Khan. 
We'll see y'all in a couple.